everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. All right. Hi, everyone. This is kind of weird. I don't know how to start a podcast without Maddie because I think I've said hi, Maddie, for every single one of them. But I have a special guest today because Maddie is at Formula One instead of recording. So I'm joined by our loyal listener, Hannah. Hi, folks. I'm so excited. You're like our biggest fan. Sorry, Kathy. It's a close tie between between you and Kathy, but I think you're you're my biggest fan, which is really exciting. I definitely look forward to listening every week. I'm always waiting and I definitely noticed when the podcast dropped switched days of the week. <laughs> so, you know, gotta keep us on our toes though. I know. We're um we're not the best at being consistent <laughs> on which day and our social media has really dropped off a little bit too. We just, you know, weren't really getting any followers. <laughs> So to the 10 of you that still listen, thank you. Really appreciate it. It's okay. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we just, you know, missed the TikTok boat or something like that. So didn't really get the, uh, the fan following that we needed yet. Yeah. TikTok changes so quickly. I don't know how anyone can keep up unless it's their full-time job. Yeah. But I do enjoy when we're on like the same TikTok, like for you page themes. And then we just send each other ones that like build off of other ones that we've already seen. Yeah, it's key. But yeah, really excited that you could join us. I guess like we know each other originally through work mm-hmm. um, and then played soccer together for a lot of years and still know each other through work. But now we're friends. So yeah, like, <laughs> so that's less important. Yeah, now. so like work isn't that big of a deal. And like. But it's nice when you, like, have someone that you can, like, complain about work and they know all of the people that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You can talk about all the same ridiculous things and just, you know. Yeah. You know like, exactly what I mean. The email that comes out and you're like, did you just read that? <laughs> like, I cannot understand this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, have you had any favorite moments from from listening to our podcast or anything that, like, that you uh, I enjoyed? Just think, I just think it's really fun. I get to hear about like parts of your life before I knew you <laughs> and some of the adventures that you've been on. And it's, I've never met Maddie. So it's, it's really fun hearing her because a lot of the time she'll say something like, yes, you got it. Like, <laughs> you are a smart person. Thank you. So I, I appreciate that too. You know, I like when I agree with people or yes. with, they agree with me. So, you know, yeah. Well, Maddie's back in Calgary in at Christmas time. So we'll do more in-person episodes. So you should come join one when we're both here. Okay. And then you can meet her and record again you'll be an old pro by that time (laughs) yeah I'll be something it is really weird like we were just talking about this before we started but you don't notice the sounds that you make when you're talking normally and then when you listen to the podcast back I'm like very aware of how many times I say like in a sentence and I really try to stop myself but it's really bad. Yeah, I get self-conscious listening to my voicemail recording, so <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to be able to listen to this, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Might have to just skip this episode. Yeah. But yeah. I, don't want, I don't want your listener count to go That's down. That's true. We rely on it heavily, so <laughs> it's important that you do listen. But it's, yeah, like your voice sounds totally different in your head than when you're listening to it back, and then especially when I've been recording in my empty house. Uh yeah. It's been been challenging, but it's less empty now because you were the person I called to help move bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If we ever need to pull an Earl has to die, yes. definitely know that I'm going to call Jill. We managed to get your desk from the, the FedEx, UPS. UPS. Yeah, UPS into my car and um, into uh, your house yes. upstairs and then discovered, well, we didn't get it upstairs, but we discovered it was damaged. The last piece. <laughs> We had to, it was 140, 50 pounds, the box that it came in. So we were able to like prop it into the vehicle and like kind of slide it and that was okay. But then to like get it into the house, we just had to unpack it like piece by piece. And of course it was the very last piece that we pulled out. So when I, when I like called them for the replacement, they're like, is the packaging still intact? Is it still packed up? I'm like, no, it's not. And they packed it in a bunch of styrofoam that basically it's so fragile like it comes apart integrates yeah it was blowing all over like I don't know they definitely don't expect people to be sending things back so I don't know how you could either like it's like 
a giant game of Lego, the way that they put those yeah. in there. Like, there was no way you'd get it back unless you had remembered which order you took them out in. No, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how they would expect anyone to be able to return it in the same condition. Yeah. You know, in the same packaging. Yeah. So, I'm so still waiting on a desk, but I finally got a couch, and it's been so nice. So... I uh, have tested it out for basically two days straight here now. <laughs> no, I like it. I'm a fan. Makes me jealous. I wish I had a coach this nice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it became one of those options of like, okay, is it in stock? And is it this big? And then I'll take it. Like, didn't have a lot to choose from, but I'm happy. So it's good. But yeah, should we like jump into talking about the news of the week? Or do sure. you have any stories that you want to tell before we, we do that? Um, I don't. I don't think I have any stories. No? Okay. Well, last week when Maddie and I were recording, we had just finished and literally like 10 minutes after we like hit the end recording button, the news broke of the Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Oh my gosh. Kravis. Kravis. They're just too much. I'm tired of them. I I think they're gross. Like I know. Like I'm not opposed to PVA. I just think that it's over the top. It's so performative and like, I really, I don't need to see their tonsils on a regular basis or their tongues. And yeah, I just would rather, they, I just want them to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Like you're in your forties and I feel like your like level of comfort with PDA needs to like adjust to your age range. And so like you can have a kiss, like all that kind of stuff, but like the like jumping into like his arms and like grabbing her butt and like all that kind of stuff. It's just like a bit much for yeah, honestly, I think it'd be uncomfortable if I saw that from anyone. Yeah. So, and I'm curious, like, like nothing in the Kardashian family is done without Kris Jenner behind it. So, like, yeah, what are we being distracted from? Like, because I'm kind of surprised. And like, part of me is like, is this because like they didn't want everyone like losing their mind over Kylie's baby because that was supposed to be like secret? Mm-hmm. So now, like, Courtney, you're on deck. Take one for the team. Maybe they're trying to distract us all from Kanye, or should I say, yay? Yay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even like that it's yay. I don't. I just want it to be ye, and I don't know why. <laughs> Kanye West. I know that that's not what it is, but like it's Yeezy, and like I don't know. And yeah, even but, like and when he always referred to like it before, like it was like ye, and now it's pronounced yay. Yeah, I don't quite get it. Um, I did think it was pretty funny. I was reading an article and it was talking about all the artists that go by just one name, <laughs> and the, the examples that they gave were Pink and Drake. And I can't, I can't remember who else. Rihanna. Okay. But they didn't say Cher or Madonna. I was like, oh, you know, you gotta like pay tribute. Yeah. To those Were original. they just trying to be like current ones that go through it? <sighs> Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I mean, it was just, and they're all like, but the difference is that they're all, they'll just go by that name. It's not a legal name change. I don't even know how you can change your name legally to a single word. Yeah. I don't know. I like, it just seems difficult. And <laughs> Speaking of name changes, like my sister was messaging me yesterday because she's having trouble going places with her vaccine mm-hmm. paperwork because she got her shots when before she was married. Before she was married, so like, what's Kanye doing about that? Oh, well, <laughs> do we think Kanye's vaccinated? Does he have any advice? I mean, I feel like he probably would be. I don't know. I don't know why. I just feel like, yeah. Well, I feel like Kim would be, and I don't think that he would be allowed to see their children yeah. if he wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, he doesn't necessarily strike me as, like, medical kooky kind of thing. (laughs) Like, doesn't believe in that or anything. Plus, he would probably require it at some point to, like, be in... To to live in the stadium? Yeah, yeah, to live in the stadium. Although Atlanta, (laughs) probably less likely. Well, one thing we can say for sure is we know he's not anti-mask. That is true. (laughs) Although, like, the mask that he's wearing didn't really cover his mouth. I don't know. It covered everything else. You know what? So it, weird. You know what it reminded me of is that episode of The Office where they do CPR on the dummy, and then <laughs> Dwight cuts the face off and puts it over his. That's exactly what it looked like. That's what it looked like. Oh my gosh, I was thinking it reminded me of. Well, I've never seen them, but the Halloween movies, yeah, Michael Myers, Michael Myers yeah. right? The like Inside Out William Shatner mask. <laughs> but that is a way better example. Yeah, that's. I don't know. And then like, why is it white? it's so so weird like sometimes everything I say reminds me of movies because as I said that in my mind I thought of Mean Girls (laughs) you just can't ask people why they're white (laughs) 
Oh, oh God. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like he would need to be vaccinated in order to like perform at That's venues and, and I don't know, run for president and like all those other, all the things he does, all the things he does. So legally changing your name. I, I don't really know the purpose of that. Like why you couldn't have just been like, this is what I go by now. Like, yeah, I, I'm not like the way that like sure. Drake used to be Aubrey and then now is Drake. And like, he'll you know, always be wheelchair Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> He didn't, like, legally change his name to Wheelchair Drake or Drake. He <laughs> just was like, this is what I go by. Yeah. So. And, like, I guess all of them, right? Like, Rihanna's real name is, like, it's something else. There's the R. Rachel or, like, um, something along that lines. But she has, like, like, yeah, Fenty is her last name. Yeah, which is in her, and like, makeup, makeup line or whatever. Um, I think it's Rachel only because I can't think of another name that starts with an R. And I'm like, it's, she's not a Rebecca. No, it doesn't seem like that. But it's like Rihanna's her middle name. Um, hmm. Um, yeah, like Pink has a real name. It's Robin. Robin. Robin, yes. Robin with a Y. Uh, Robin yes. Rihanna Fenty. Yeah. So there are other names that start with an R. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than the one that I could come up with. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. He's just so strange. And like, I had seen that like Kim had to like buy him out of the the house that they shared or whatever. So I don't know where he's like living. If it's still in the like Wyoming Hills or the Mercedes Benz Stadium, I don't know. But he feels like that person to me, that celebrity that like you're just expecting at some point will have some sort of tragic demise. Oh. I hope not. I hope not too. But, but like, it's just there's behavior issues. Like, they're so strange. Like, yeah, he and needs his health, his mental health issues. Yeah, that he's spoken about too. Yeah, I I see where you're coming from with that for yeah. sure. But like, he, he doesn't sick with their kids. I just hope not. I know. Like, and he doesn't strike me as like he's using drugs or any of those kind no. of things. And like, I certainly don't think with Kim at the helm, he would have been been doing that. No. But yeah, something just seems off there. So I don't know. Yeah, very. But yeah, anyways, Travis and Courtney, super gross. Very public proposal, though. Like, yeah. And then the part that I found was so strange about it was they walked up the beach to it. And so, like, obviously, you can see this while you're walking. And mm-hmm. then, like, there's this, like, really drawn out, like, what do you talk about in that moment while you're, like, walking up oh to it? Oh, my God. Is this, is is this, this real? real? Is this, like, what? Oh, yeah. my God. What's happening? Except that that's, like, way too much animation for her. True. She would be way more monotone. True. Like, Travis I don't even I can't even do it but it's funny like obviously it was filmed for their new special oh, and right. they're like they're like already talking about the wedding will be aired as part of it so I just hope that she like doesn't change her last name like yeah. I just feel like it's like you kind of have this like iconic Courtney Barker yeah that seems so like plain yeah. I don't know I don't think she would yeah or Courtney I don't know. There was Kardashian Barker. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what you'd have to go with, but yeah. um, Well, like Kim's keeping the West apparently. I know for her kids though. Mm. And Courtney doesn't have the last name. Right. Cause her kids. Yeah. But I'd seen one Instagram story where she got like a gift that said like Mrs. Barker. So, so who knows? Well, she could, I guess she could keep her professional name and then have her legal name possibly. Yeah. Too. Like teachers do. Yeah. (laughs) Teachers or doctors or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then after that news, there was, like, some pretty sad news this week. Yeah. The, the, like, one that I was most sad about was Gunther from Friends. I know you just told me about that. Yeah. It's awful. He passed away of um, prostate cancer. So I guess he's had this for, for quite some time and had it when he appeared on the, like, Friends reunion special. Yeah. But he had said he didn't want to, like, tell anyone he had it at the time because he didn't want to, like overshadow. You don't want to take the focus yeah, away. Yeah, like from this fun, yeah. lighthearted event. Um, but yeah, it just, just passed away. He so. just appeared by video in that mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember being like, oh, it's too bad he wasn't there in person, but if he was getting treatments and things like yeah, that, Yeah, he might have been kind of frail. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's true. Like, because I think the old, like Maggie Wheeler was Janice was there in person. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, oh my gosh, just cast like the core cast, but no, there was like Justin Bieber was yeah. there. So that was weird. That was fun, Nick. Cara Delevingne? Yeah. Like, so bizarre. Like, nothing Still don't to do quite with understand. I know. That was, that was crazy. But that was kind of on the heels of, like, a pretty major 
story involving Alec Baldwin. Oh man. I, this whole situation, the more I learn about it, it's just so messed up. So tragic. I feel, I am not a fan of Alec Baldwin. Like I think he is kind of a nutso. Um, especially like the whole thing with his wife is just like whatever. Yeah. But all that aside, like I can't imagine how he feels right now. And so for everyone who's wondering what we're talking about, he discharged a, what was supposed to be a prop gun on the set of the movie he's filming currently. And unfortunately, um, the cinematographer was killed by the shot and the director of the film was injured. And just more and more information keeps coming out about that. And so, so sad. Yeah. It's like when you first heard it, like, like I think I, my mind of like, who's at fault has changed probably like 10 times. Mm-hmm. Cause like at first I was like, Oh my God, like who gave him this gun and like, and put, bullets in it or whatever and so prop guns are typically loaded with blanks which i don't even understand why that is necessary i, I don't like, get can it you not dub in the sound of a bullet later they're looking like, for the, the flash but i still think like you can still put that in with like, all of the advances that we've made in filmmaking and right? technology like why can't they figure out a better way to do that seriously um so like originally that was my thought and then i then i was like okay al baldwin why are you pointing a gun at a like at the not a cast member, not that it would have been better for as a cast member, but like, you know, why is the director and cinematographer in your line of fire? And then I guess it's like, they're probably trying to film a close up of the gun or something like that. Yeah. Which again, like, why do you need a person doing that? Like, how can you not move the camera and like be clear out of the range? Use like a robot camera. Yeah, exactly. And like, but then what's basically come out now is this story of how, the production on this movie has been called into question in their safety protocols a couple times because this particular gun, it sounds like it's like a Western old timey mm-hmm. kind of movie. So like they're obviously using some more relic type guns, but it like discharged incorrectly a couple times. And then the crew like spoke up and said that it was unsafe and they essentially walked off the set of the movie because of the safety concerns. And then they came back and the like producers had them like forcibly removed from the set and they brought in like scabs or non-union workers essentially. Mm-hmm. And so this person who was in charge of the props was like 24 year old girl who's like never been the head armorer, I think is what they call mm-hmm. them. And she had been on a podcast not long ago talking about how, like, she was not prepared for that kind of job. Like, she didn't have, like, a full, like, semblance of, like, how to be safe with it and all those kind of things. And so somehow, like, put real bullets in the gun, which why would they even be upset? So many questions. So many questions. And so this poor woman who was, like, a wife, a mother, like, was killed and... And, like, again, like, agree I'm not an Alec Baldwin fan, but, like, how do you recover from, like, from being the person who pulled the trigger? This girl who, like, yeah. didn't know what she was doing and got thrust into the situation that she's responsible for, like, who will probably ultimately be charged with something as she was supposed to be responsible for it. Like, mm-hmm. whether you say you didn't feel qualified or not, like, she did still do the job. Right? Yeah. Like, she could have said, no, I'm not doing it. So, her life is destroyed. And then these producers and directors and bank rollers of this film, who are probably the people who are most at fault for letting this continue. Yeah. Like nothing's going to happen with them. And yeah, like the, I guess, so Alec Baldwin, he pulled the trigger. I don't think he like is liable essentially for like what was in the gun. That's not his job. And I know it sounds weird. I'm like, Oh, like whatever. But like, I wouldn't know anything about a gun. And if I was an actor on a movie and I was like, this is what you need to do. This is what you Especially, like, a big budget actor, right? Yeah. You are not the person who's behind the scenes, like, also helping with the props and acting. Totally. And, yeah, so I'm, like, you just, that's horrible. And then people are, like, well, he's a producer. He's an executive producer. Like, he has some, you know, he should know. But I'm, like, also, like, if, you know, he is the big name on this film and an executive producer just means he's put money into it or he's going to be getting like returns Cut from it. the, yeah. the, the movies. Um, and they success. usually just do that when they're like not confident that they can like pay up front. Exactly. Actor, right. Yeah. So it's like, here you get a cut of what we made. They take, they take less like, um, yeah, up front and then they get a cut later on. 
so like people are going to be coming to him being like, um, Mr. Baldwin, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling a little unsafe at work. Like there's going to be someone else that they go to. And like, maybe he knew about the problems on set, but there's a pretty good chance he didn't. Yeah. Like he, he would have been the big name more sheltered from all that. And yeah, that poor young person, like she probably should have said no, but like, think about being 24. Like if someone tells you like, I'm paying you, this is your job. Totally. This is what you're doing. Do yeah. you have the confidence? Like, I don't know. I just think well, about myself like, at 24. I would yeah. be like, yeah, sure. I'll do whatever you want me to. And stuff that I'd be like, now I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Like I you know. do your job. Yeah. Or like, Especially when you're like, you hear the stories about people trying to make it in Hollywood. Right. And they're like living like 10 people into like a two yeah. bedroom house and broke. And like they can't afford to eat and they're waiting tables inside. So like this girl probably gets her first big break as a chance to do mm-hmm. this. And like, it's a movie that Alec Baldwin is in. Like it's a real movie kind yeah. of thing. So I get it. Yeah. And then it's been brutal. Like someone gave out like Ireland Baldwin's phone number so that like, so the press is hounding her on like how she feels about her, her dad. And then, Oh my gosh, that's um, so horrible. Then there was like a video of Justin Bieber and, and his wife, Haley, formerly Baldwin, mm-hmm. um, at his the, niece. Yeah, the, Baldwin's niece. Yeah. At the Lakers game. And like, the paparazzi is just bombarding her to the point where like Justin like literally stepped in and was like, leave her alone kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, just absolutely horrible that, that it happened. And I don't know, it doesn't, it sounds like there hasn't been any conversations about like the movie shutting down or what'll happen or any of that kind of stuff. I can't imagine it going back into production anytime soon. I mean, the fact that it had, there were, there were three or four accidental misfires of this gun or like things that went wrong with it, including the unfortunate death of a person like like you were saying how are there actual bullets on this set at all like i I don't understand did you hear the like 911 recording no i didn't it's obviously like the person who called 911 i think was probably not at present when the shot happened Mm -hmm. because she's fairly like level-headed like like it's not like a panicked 911 phone call like someone who was right there maybe would have done but she almost had like an attitude Towards the like nine one operator because the, the who like obviously has a standard set of questions that anytime yeah. someone calls about a gunfire incident, and so she was asking like like about the wounds and if it's bleeding and and the girl was like quite clipped like I'm not there and then she handed the phone to someone else and like it just was very strange like it was not why was someone who wasn't present the one calling uh, yeah because so even like they give it the phone to this other guy and then he's like well let me see if i can try to get closer because she was trying to ask she was like the 911 operator wanted to give information on how to like stop the bleeding and they he did say on the call we have a medic on set so the medic was there and like helping but she's asking questions which like are important for like the the EMTs to know mm-hmm. when they get there on like what they're walking into. And he was like, oh, let me see if I can get closer. Like it just, it just screams chaos. The entire, yeah. the oh. entire whole situation. It'll be super interesting to see how that pans out. I definitely think that there's going to be some reform to yeah. how they handle. Well, that. there was already a bit of a thing earlier in the week about how crew were handled on the set. Like, I don't know if you saw Juliet Lewis, I think originally posted about like, if she like how she was treated at work mm-hmm. versus like the crew, like if she was sick or well, something like that. Apparently they're, they've been threatening um, a strike yeah. for a while, like the past few weeks at least. So yeah. I'm not really sure what's happening with that, but like the crew oh, really helps pulls it along. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cause like, and that's the tough part is like when the actors and the writers went on strike, like actors, was is harder because you can't really just replace them. Like you can't really be a non-union member of and an actor, like, and hope to get any jobs, but the crew, you definitely could be like, they'll just call people who Mm -hmm. are willing to do it kind of thing. And the writers was pretty hard too. Like, and they had a lot of protests around people who weren't like sticking with the union line when they were doing that. But yeah, yeah. Could, could be some reruns coming of, of TV shows if everything gets shut down. No kidding. And I mean, I think this clearly shows the benefit to having people who are properly trained exactly. and know what they're doing, have yeah. that experience and that, that kind of um, backing. Yeah, for- like this isn't just like something you just go do for fun. Like it mm-hmm. actually is a qualified job that you need to have and, and be good at. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. I guess kind of related to that was like Dave Chappelle had a pretty big wonder this week too and so like there's been talks of like netflix employees walking out and in support of like 
he made some pretty crude jokes on his comedy special, which is like standard for comedy specials, but Mm -hmm. he was basically warned not to make these jokes about, I think they're like transphobic is kind of the gist of what I understand about it. Right. Yeah. I haven't watched any of it. Yeah. He's like not my brand of comedy kind of thing. I don't Mm -hmm. really enjoy his, his standup, but yeah, there was like people who were willing to like walk out of Netflix. And then there was a bunch of like other people who were speaking up and saying like that they would support those Netflix employees and everything like that too. So, and they like haven't pulled the special and they paid him like a boatload oh of God. money. Was it like $26 million? Yeah. Like the most money that anyone's like ever been paid for a special. I, I heard it was the most Netflix has ever spent on anything, including Squid Game, <laughs> which is like, I'm not done yet. So no spoilers, <laughs> but like the production, like, I don't know, those sets must have been a pretty penny on their own. Oh my gosh, so speaking of Squid Games, I'm thinking I was going to do Tour de Taco as Olympic themed, but now I think it should be Squid Game themed. Oh my gosh. Sandy. Yes. (laughs) Because I was like watching a video on like how to make it, and I was like, oh my god, I could totally do that. But you could use like a taco shell or something yeah. like that. So you could have a tug of war, but like where no one dies. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> clearly. Wait, sorry, spoilers. But... <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. Sidebar. That's what I'm thinking. That's awesome. Yeah. I um, like it. But yes. But then, yeah, the other big wild news of the week was the conclusion of the Brian Laundrie and, and Gabby oh case. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, I called it. I hate to say it, but I. Couple, like when the first when it first came out that she was missing, then that he went missing. I was like, "Well, he killed her, and he's gonna wind up dead." And yeah. my roommate was like, "You think so?" And I was like, "Hundred percent. Like, there's no other way that this is gonna happen." And it it's sad. It it really so sucks. Do you think his parents were in on it? I don't know. There's something a little little suspicious going on there. Yeah. But it also sounds like the area where they found his body was underwater when the police had been searching before. So like. I don't know if they knew, like, exactly where he was, but I think they might have known that... That's where he goes. That's where he was planning to go. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's hard to say. I I did see some, like, TikTok people being like, oh, it's a conspiracy. Like, the parents knew, and they somehow, like, got immunity from the sheriffs to, like, give the information that they had. And then the other one person's like, I don't think he's actually dead. It was just, like, it's a conspiracy. And I'm just... I think... I think he's dead. I hope he's dead, honestly. I mean, it's maybe not the conclusion. It's not what justice we would have wanted. So it's definitely not justice for Gabby. But what I did see is that during the course of them looking for Brian Laundrie, they found like nine other bodies, which is nuts. Yeah. And they know. Unrelated, obviously. They've been able to identify most of them. And I mean, that whole thing that this case has really um, emphasized is the fact that like this cute, like white Mm -hmm. girl with a social media following um, she goes missing and becomes this like national slash international sensation. Yeah. And then there's like countless other people who are like maybe older or people of color or, you know, like poor people Yeah, and no one seems to care. So yeah. Well, and, and you can like see that reflected in like the people that the other victims that yeah. they found, but yeah, that the pretty privilege of the, the rich white girl kind of thing really shown here. But it was, there was like one thing I saw and it was like, it was like once a year they should just like shut everything down and just give the internet all of the open like cold cases or whatever. It's like crazy what people can come up with. Did you watch the um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark? No. Oh, okay. We could talk about this a little later, but that again, like internet sleuths trying to figure it out. There's a couple of things on Netflix. There's also the one, the girl from Vancouver who like went missing on water cooler in LA. Yes, I did watch that <laughs> one. So like all the internet people trying yeah. to figure that one out, which. That one was a little weird, but this, like, um, I'll be on in the dark is Patton Oswalt's wife, um, okay. Michelle McNamara. She yeah. wrote, she was working on a book. Right. Um, she was like a crime reporter and had done all these investigations and she basically got to like within like 10 feet of the finish line. And then she, she unfortunately passed away before right. she finished it of an accidental drug overdose. But so Patton finished the book and then they were actually able to find the person who was responsible for all these murders. Oh wow. And the police gave a lot of credit to the research that she had been doing. And like, she's not a hundred percent like an internet researcher, but she was working with people in like chat rooms and like, the evidence that they had gotten the police like kind of turned over evidence. Cause they're like, we we don't know. Like we've given up and like, yeah. So she was working with a few people in particular and like the only serial killer. (laughs) That's like, which is crazy. And like, and I think it's like a really cool concept that that happens. But the only thing that's hard is when the internet gets it wrong. And oh like, yeah, you know. And, and even in this Brian Laundry case, like there was a couple of people who 
were like, how do I get people to know that I'm not Brian Laundry? Like they looked like him. In like a cabin with his girlfriend. Yeah. And like, like state troopers like stormed in. I'm pretty sure they were like in bed. Right? Like it's like, <laughs> it's just a bald guy who has a beard. Like, <laughs> do, do you want to know what the best part of, of that one was for me? It was that once they were able to prove like it wasn't him, they like took his fingerprints to, you know, con- put him in the database. It's like, this is not Brian Laundry. Yeah. <laughs> As like, for their pain and suffering, they got free breakfast brunch <laughs> or free buffet. Like, it's like, he was just accused of being a murderer. Well, you can eat eggs. Just very limited <laughs> yeah, precautions Like, there. free night at the hotel. <laughs> cool. But that's, like, the heart. Like, it is yeah. difficult. And, and, and that's something where, you know, these people who, like, I, there was, um, there was like a where are they now kind of concept show of like people who became memes and how that really like impacted their life because there's obviously people who are like celebrities and their jokes mm-hmm. from a, a TV show or something like that are mean, but then there's real people who it's like, like their school photo yeah, or something. And like, and they really end up with this kind of complex and, and if, especially if it's something that's like cruel, like that's the first thing you're searched that comes up when you're yeah. searching the internet and like, you're looking to get a job or like a friend, like friends or any of that kind of stuff. Like that's follows you around forever. And so, you know, these people that they miss accuse, like that's dangerous, yeah. dangerous game there. Yeah. I can't imagine, but I'm interested to see if they're able to dry out the notebook they found with Brian Laundrie's mm-hmm. body. Um, Cause they, they suspect that there could be some, like some sort of confession or yeah. at least an indication of like maybe what his mindset was. But it was, I guess, like waterlogged, and so they had to, you know, like carefully dry it out. I don't know if you've ever spilled water on a book, but <laughs> it's like all crinkled and like. When I I went to Iceland a few years ago, and I bought this like beautiful photo book as a souvenir. Um, it was like the one thing I brought home: tea and a book. Oh no! And I put the book in my checked luggage, and I was like, "It'll be safer there, and like I'm not gonna wreck it, like carrying it in, on the plane." And we were boarding the plane, and I look out the window. It's, Pouring oh, rain, no. and I could see my suitcase out on the thing, just sitting there no! in the pouring rain, like rain, like we had yesterday, yeah. for probably like half an hour. And I was like, "That book is screwed." And I, I got home, opened it up, and like it was that beautiful, like glossy oh, photo so paper, and it was run together, completely glued together. Like oh. it is just a brick. Well, I don't have it anymore. I threw it out. Oh, that's too bad. What a tragedy. Yeah. Usually I've done it with like a library book. When I'm like reading at the top, it's like, oh my God, because I'm buying that book. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, um, I think that was the most of our pop culture news, unless I missed anything. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. Oh. Well, I did want to talk a little bit about the filming that we've had going on in Calgary the past couple yes. weeks. Yeah. So they're making this movie Basically called... in your neighborhood. Well, it was. I think they've moved on to different locations, but um, Last of Us, or the... The Last of Us, not sure. Which is an HBO series, I think. It's right? an HBO series, okay. and um, it's got a few characters or actors who play characters in Game of Thrones. Oh. So, like, um, I just know them by their Game of Thrones names. Okay. So, like, over in Martell. Is um, it like a prequel to Game of Thrones? No, it's not related at oh. all. Oh. They just have some of the same actors oh, okay. who okay. were also HBO also produced Game of Thrones. But it's based on a video game where it's like a post-apocalyptic world, and this person has to like take a teenage girl across the country oh. um and my brother-in-law is named Joel and I guess he's like it's my favorite video game or one of my favorite video games and then he's like the main character is called Joel so now I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's like he actually likes the game or if it's because the character's name is Joel's name but um they were filming in my neighborhood the other day and the street was shut down it's a pretty like I wouldn't say like a main like highway in Calgary but it's a pretty key like, road flyovers like the main for people leaving the downtown. downtown or yeah. entering downtown and um and memorial was also shut down too so leaving my neighborhood was absolute chaos yeah like i live about four blocks away from these roads that were shut down there were cars backed up for like eight or nine blocks just like single file traffic because it's not really meant to be like it's this cute street with a bunch of patios on it and like restaurants and yeah it's like very walk friendly street at the best of times <laughs> yeah and but um it was kind of cool to see the stuff they were filming it was some like they had all these like buses and cars like i would just describe them as like it looked kind of like in um I'm legend yeah <laughs> when there's just a bunch of like cars like in the street and they're all dusty and, and like dirty and yeah. like I saw some photos and there was like 
trees like growing on some of them like vines like on the flyover so is it a movie or is it a series it's a series okay i think yeah but i'm kind of excited to see it because i want to and then they're filming like in other neighborhoods around calgary over the next couple weeks they've been filming in edmonton is there zombies in it or is it just like they have to like what are they surviving I honestly have no idea. Okay, let's find that out. Because, like, it's kind of reminding me of, like, Walking Dead or something. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that. But it doesn't have the zombies, and it's not really. Well, but I was just thinking, too, if it reminds me of I'm Legend, there's also, like, zombies yeah. in that. Because, like, it wouldn't be that hard to get someone from place A to place B unless there's, like, obviously some sort of threat of what you're trying to survive. It might, it might just thing. be, like, um, like factions of people maybe yeah. that are like all trying to survive so like outlaw society but i don't actually know maybe that's, that's what i've always said like i actually i've watched walking dead and like when i first started i was like i don't want to watch a show watch zombies that's so stupid yeah. but then it very much became that like person versus person and how does someone react and and what yeah. are their survival instincts in those kind of scenarios that's fun yeah, yeah i think I'll, I'll probably watch it if only so i can be like see if i can pick out the places i recognize yeah. i know they really do in post-production they'll you know change things and like edit well because the flyover like the angle that i had seen like the (laughs) (laughs) huge like lit up but then um, building tech unicorn and they put in like uh i think it was like a boston police car or Mm. something like that because you could see like boston on it or whatever yeah like boston public transit yeah maybe that's something that was labeled as boston was was there so um, yeah, it'd be cool. Like, and then I think they're calling out for extras, which I'm like, I kind of want to go do that. It's one of my bucket list items is to be an extra in a movie. I was okay, we should do it. about that the other day. And we're like, yeah. Um, and Amy was telling me today, she like knows of someone who was an extra in the movie uh-huh. or in the, in the last of us thing. And like, and some people who are in the Revenant too. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next time they put like a call out for like extras, we should do it. I know. Um, I feel like we might have a better shot if we learn some skills, like, hmm. um, I'm not prepared for like armory skills. No, I was thinking like like horse riding. Oh, okay. Like, I have ridden a horse before. I feel like I'm okay at it. I've ridden one, yeah, like three times in my life. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I could get by. Yeah, um, or like paddling a canoe. Yeah, or um, snowshoeing. Like those. I don't know. Because like because Fargo's filmed here, and oh, yeah. that's like a pretty common one where I think they've called out for extra. Although maybe done now, but I remember yeah. it used to always downtown. Um, it was filming like close to our work across mm-hmm. Rainbow Valley Square there, mm-hmm. and there would always be the big trailers. But I never watched Fargo, so I'm like, I don't know who these celebrities I'm supposed to be looking out for are. Okay, so I went to university at UBC, and they were constantly filming movies mm-hmm. there, or in Vancouver in yeah. general. And I wish I had like that would have been such a good way to make money as a student. Yeah, because I think they that. pay like pretty well and get yeah. fed, and yeah, you know that would be a you huge probably downtime. You could like study on the set or something Absolutely. like that. Like, it would just been fun, yeah. but I never. I think there was like um. That Wildcats cheerleading show, yes, that one, and then there was a movie with Robert Redford. Um, well, like and, a lot of the CW shows are filmed oh, there. Yeah, well, all the Riverdale. Yeah, um, that one for sure. My friend like, is in um, Kung Fu, and that's filmed there, which is a recent CW show. Heard of that one? Yeah. Um, I have one friend who's like an actress and I feel like oh, that's cool. She's only like a casual friend. Like I wouldn't even say like, it's like a I, good friend, but I feel like it's a claim to fame. I have a friend of a friend who works in film and TV in um, Vancouver and she works on Riverdale or yeah. she was at, like, like last time I spoke with her. It's like the level of connection where like someone's like, Oh, I'm watching this show. And you're like, Oh, my friend is in that. And like, they're like impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I've never watched it. It's on my PBR. I haven't played any of the episodes. <laughs> I mean, it would be kind of fun. Yeah. I remember I went to preschool with a kid who was in a commercial once, and we were like, oh my gosh. It was like an ice cream commercial, so of course we're like, oh, you got to eat so much ice cream. <laughs> Which, I've heard it's mashed potatoes, so that doesn't sound like fun at all. Although I do love mashed potatoes. I would do, I do either the ice cream. chocolate sauce on them? Well, do you think chocolate sauce is a gravy? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, either way, I don't think they're warm. <laughs> I mean, I would make do. I do love, I do love mashed potatoes. If you, I think if you put a bowl of mashed potatoes and a bowl of ice cream beside me and it made me choose one of them, I'd have a hard time. I think I'd probably go with the potatoes. Yeah. I probably would too, to be honest. Yeah. Like my, they're my, they're my, um, like desert island food. Potatoes. Yeah. Or mashed potatoes specifically. Potatoes. Because there's like no form of potatoes that isn't there's good. So, boil and mash them, stick them in a stew. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. They're very versatile. So um, yeah, they're my favorite food. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Love it. Um, 
I was going to say the only other thing I was thinking of was Ed Sheeran was diagnosed with COVID this week. Oh. Um, and he's supposed to perform that. on SNL next weekend. Oh, shoot. So that's obviously out. And then. Still they rehearse for like a week in advance. Yeah. Too, and so. also like you can't just like book another celebrity who is like SNL level. Yeah. With like this late notice and they've like done all the promos who, and everything. Who was so. on SNL this week? Who was the musical Brandi Carlisle. So I was like, she could, they could get her to come back for another week. (laughs) I was like, I know of her and I know that she was like part of the like go-go's or whatever. Um, But I didn't know that she was like, like 30 year drug, like cocaine addiction, like every drug imaginable kind of thing. Like it was bad. Yeah. But she like strikes me as like your mom's (laughs) like recording artist. I don't know if you're thinking of the right person. Yeah. I I Wikipedia her all afternoon. Brandi Carlisle's like 40. <laughs> She's like 60. No, 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 no. You're thinking of a different person. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> Brandi Carlisle. Wait, who's Brandi Carlisle? Brandi Carlisle. She's kind of like a rootsy, like, I, I, I know her music a little bit. She's like, <laughs> maybe, like, maybe 40. Um, <laughs> I don't think she does drugs. Sorry, Brandi. She... <laughs> <laughs> she was not part of Go-Go's. <laughs> I, I swear I read her Wikipedia page. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um, but Belinda Carla was the guest this week with Jason Sudeikis. So I don't know if she's available, but yes. <laughs> she, she's clean and is no longer on drugs, but she had a 30-year problem that started when she was quite young. So that's... um, Huh. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Sorry, Brandy, though, clearly giving you a bad rap there. Um, but it's interesting because, like, there's starting to be, even like, even in the sports world, there's been a lot more COVID cases. And they're all people who are vaccinated. So they're, like, not... Because they're actively playing, so they must be. Yeah, exactly. And so they are... And they're fine. Like, they're healthy. They're just... Mm-hmm. They're obviously testing positive, which yeah. is what is intended to happen. Like, you're going to get sick, yeah. but, like, you're not deathly sick kind of thing. So, um, but there was like, there was like a big protest outside of the like Nets arena this week because Kyrie Irving refuses to play. Right. And so people were protesting like that he should be allowed to. And like, they ended up having to call like the cops and everything. And I'm like, what on earth? Like he's actively making this decision. You can't protest for someone who is actively making that stupid decision. I have to echo Maddie's sentiments from either last week or the week before. And she's like, I just don't care anymore. Like grow up. I'm tired of these professional athletes essentially throwing tantrums to like try and get their way when they're not going to, I'm sorry. Like this is a situation where you cannot buy your way out of this. You cannot reputation your way out of this. Like, deal with it or find a new career. And like, so Kyrie's basically come out and said like, he's not against vaccines. He's against mandates. And it's like, I'm sorry, you play in a professional league that is like, has a governing body that like is a billion dollar industry. And you don't think that you're going to be forced to have like a mandate that you have to follow at some point in time. Like how's it any different than like they mandate you wear a suit to the game. Like it's not like, yeah. And like, the NBA will they'll go play like games in China sometimes and stuff, right? And like you'd have to get your yellow fever vaccine right? to go to China. So like, fine, don't participate in that. But, like that's your choice. But like, I know it just like bugs me. And like even because the Flames played Detroit this week, so obviously mm-hmm. Tyler Bertuzzi is on that team and he's not vaccinated. But it's like I just hate that there's like a different like threshold of tolerance for like the star players who are against it than yeah. than these other ones. Like I just it's frustrating that that players like at least Kyrie can't even play it you know but that's not I don't think that's the net saying that that is like the state of New York who's basically deemed that he can't play any home games but the weird thing I looked this up is it only applies to home teams that can't play in New York if they're not vaccinated so he got traded to like a different team as long as it wasn't in there's a couple cities in California so LA San Francisco are um, everyone has to are impacted by this and then the state of New York so if he was traded to any other team he depending on what their team's rule is like they mm-hmm. he'd be able to play in New York if they went there it's, I really hope that doesn't happen I know like, but it's just like why would you, bad behavior well and why would you apply it to visiting teams like that's and it's like apparently it's because it's like it would be an imported case versus like um I don't know, like, like a homegrown case yeah. kind of thing. And it's like, that is the dumbest versus community spread. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's a political reason essentially, but it's like so, so stupid. So it's frustrating. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Um, they could trade him for Ben Simmons, though, if they're willing to wait for, like, four years. <laughs> he's apparently just, like, I don't know. He's he's now saying it's mental health related, and that's why he doesn't want to play it. But it also is, like, hard to kind of get on board with that when it's, like, you've just been a giant baby and, like, refusing to play. And when he does play, like, he's practicing with, like, his cell phone in his pocket. Pa- practicing and, like, with, like, not wearing his jersey. Yeah. Like, like so, I don't know. He should just, like... The attitudes, like you said, it's just unbelievable. You know, like, grow up. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know you play a game for a living, but, like, you can still act like an, an, a grown adult. Well, and, like, and that's, it just, like, does not set a good reputation. And then he, it's, it's, like, so weird, though, because the GM of, of the 76ers has basically said, like, we're not trading him for parts. Like, we're trading him only for, like, a key player. And it's yeah. like, well, no one's going to give you their superstar for this like guy who's like making an ass of himself mm-hmm. and so he's basically taken a line with them that he's not trading him and he's gonna have to like wait it out and he's like if it takes us four years it takes us four years and i'm like okay yeah. i guess let's put your risk in that's like, position yeah you can stick with it because like if he's suspended he's not getting paid so yeah yeah um yeah it's been interesting on that one um, we're getting pretty close to the time though. Like, is there any other major sports topics? We didn't cover a lot of them, but was there any crazy ones that you wanted to talk about? Um, well, one thing I did want to touch on, cause I think it's really awesome is, so the Canadian women's soccer team is doing a victory tour right now. And yeah. I guess like just before the game that they played yesterday, um, Canada soccer made a commitment, commitment to safe sports. So they have a couple of different, um, demands I said I guess from the women that they have responded to so they're basically commitment accountability and safe sport for all um and under the accountability one um the former coach Bob Barada who has been accused of like assaulting or abusing players um and like basically like bad behavior there's gonna be an independent investigation into that behavior so I think that that's really good and just like I think it's good showing that they've been listening to the athletes and maybe it was a long time coming, but it's a positive move. So yeah, that's, I'm glad to see that. And I hope that the women decide to come, you know, probably to Edmonton, they wouldn't come to Calgary, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so they just, their tour, they're just playing other teams as a group kind I, of thing. Yeah, like, I think so. Um, like they played New Zealand, I believe. Yeah. And then they're playing in Montreal later this week. Um, I can't remember who they're playing then. And do they qualify? Um, is it like, are they trying to qualify for something or like getting points in their standings? I think they're country? just friendlies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, unlike the men that yes. are currently buying for a world cup birth. I bought tickets <laughs> to the game in Edmonton. So, yeah. um, that'll be cold, but fun. Um, <laughs> well, hopefully the cold helps them. Um, yeah. I mean, they've been open that that was their strategy yeah. all along. So, so hopefully it pays off because we, they need all the help they can get. Yeah. Like if we're being, they've um, cracked realistic. the top, they've cracked the top 50 in ratings for the, the men's yeah, for the first time right now. Yeah. First time this millennium, which <laughs> I just really like saying that as a unit of measurement of time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't think they'll stand a chance. And then even if they do, like, they'll just get, they wouldn't even get through the group round and no. the guitar there, but, but it'd be great to see them. Yeah. You know, I think it just like, I don't know. It's, it's cool to see them succeed at that level. Yeah. Um, we've not been known as a powerhouse in men's soccer. So yeah. it's cool. Like Alfonso Davies, like we saw him play for the white caps and, yeah. and um, I make this sound like I go to soccer games all the time. I don't, I've seen three in my lifetime. <laughs> so <laughs> about to be four, big, big deal. But um, yeah, it's cool. Like it's like, it's, we both p- grew up playing soccer. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool to see it. Like, have um an impact and like even the some of the players like that were on the Canadian team like not as much this Olympics but like before that were like players that like I grew up like knowing absolutely of them that were like had played against them or something at some point in time yeah so it's kind of neat yeah definitely cool to see yeah um yeah so hopefully I mean hopefully that goes well yeah like yeah. yeah it should be fun it's crazy though like all of these sports where it's come out with these like problematic coach behaviors like I was um reading an article about um Kelly Humphreys Hmm. who like I don't I don't care for her I don't really like the whole thing that she did with like switching switching teams but um she did kind of talk about the reason was because of like this coach that basically Mm -hmm. like abused her or whatever and and Canada bobsled 
allegedly didn't do anything about it. But I guess now she doesn't have her citizenship. um, So she actually doesn't think she'll be able to compete for the U S and then she's already like withdrawn from Canada, but there's, she's in like some sort of limbo partly because of COVID and then slowing all of it down, but she got married. So you can't get your like citizenship for like three years after you get married. Mm. Cause they're always trying to prevent like green card marriages right. or whatever. Um, and so like, she was kind of speaking out as like, obviously hoping some publicity would pull some strings, yeah. which fair enough. Um, Cause she would have been certainly, you know, f- a heavy favorite to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she races with Lolo Jones actually. Oh, still. Really? So yeah, they're um, may- maybe not in the two man, but I think in the four man, I okay. think they're, there for women, I guess. Um, they're, they're on the same group there. So, um, but yes, strong team. Yeah. But now she might not be able to, to compete, but she's able to compete in all of the qualifying things up to it for the U S interesting, but just wouldn't be able to participate in the actual Olympics. Huh? Yeah. I wonder if she qualified for the refugee. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know actually. No, she's not. Cause she's not like giving up her Canadian citizenship. Well, kind of. She it would be because it doesn't sound like she's going for dual citizenship in the U.S. Well, but at, least at this point. Yeah. Like, until she gets her U.S. citizenship. Yeah. So, but it does sound like there's been other offers of countries who'd be like, you could compete. <laughs> you but know. it's like, unless you're getting like a Jamaican bobsled yeah. moment, like you're probably they not going to win. They need to recruit other people yeah. to join. You'd have to have, have an entire group. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you were like an individual sport, I could see like... Yeah okay, I need to, to pursue this, but yeah, for a, for a team sport, you're not going to get anywhere with just you. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they need at least one other person. Yeah. But Lolo might not make the team either. So maybe the two of them can go and form a, a two man bobsledge unit. So yeah. Yeah. But I think that's probably our show. So um, thank you so much for joining and yeah. hosting and hopefully Maddie had a fun time <laughs> at formula one. Uh, not my cup of tea at all. But <laughs> I've been meaning to watch that Netflix series so I can understand Formula One. But I do hear, like, the names of the drivers every so often. I'm like, I know that they're a Formula One driver. I have yeah. not, no other context beyond that. I only really know, like, Louis Hamilton from, like, him dating the Pussycat Dolls. Like, okay. <laughs> that's my, like, knowledge of it. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure it was fun. I saw lots of, like, celebrity Instagrams and stuff that they were there as well. So I'm hoping she comes back with some good, like slum spotty yeah. stories maybe show up like meet meet some new friends maybe yeah some like famous people who we could advertise like they'd come on our yeah. pod like yeah people with, like helicopters or yeah, something exactly <laughs> get us some cred maddie yeah. all right well thanks so much han we'll uh, oh, anytime we'll talk to you later thanks for joining us this week new episodes will be released tuesday mornings You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at WeTalkExtensively and on Twitter at TalkExtensively. See you next Tuesday.